Welcome to the Inc. Productivity Tip of the Day. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Inc. Productivity Tip of the Day. Today's tip, four questions that will change your professional and personal life. From Jeff Hayden. As Ryan Holiday says, our instinct is to search for answers, if only because we make so many decisions. One study claims the average person makes 35,000 decisions per day. Sounds like a lot to me with at least 200 of them involving food. A Noom study found that the average person spends three hours per day making 122 informed decisions and changes their mind two times per decision. What did survey participants say are the most difficult questions to answer? What should I watch? What should I eat? What should I wear? Should I buy that? Not to discount the importance of those questions, especially what to eat, but the answers to other questions matter a whole lot more. Like, do I know why I feel this way? Imagine you're about to pitch an investor. It's only natural to feel stressed. Yet, stressed is too vague of a description. Sure, you need the money to grow your business. But dig a little deeper. You're worried about your slide deck. You're worried about stumbling over transitions. You're worried unexpected questions will disrupt your flow. Those are what neuroscientists call granular emotions. When you're stressed, you're not just stressed. You're concerned about a specific outcome, a specific decision, a specific action you need to take, a goal you need to achieve, a conversation you need to have. The more specifically you describe an emotion, the better. As Dr. Mark Brackett writes in Permission to Feel, Subjects who were low in granularity were less skilled at differentiating emotions. For example, angry, worried, frustrated. Participants who were deemed granular were better able to differentiate their emotional experiences. When the two groups were compared, granular individuals were less likely to freak out when under stress and more likely to find positive meaning in negative experiences. They also were better at emotion regulation, moderating their responses in order to achieve desired outcomes. When you feel stressed, anxious, or nervous, take a step back and identify the granular reasons you feel the way you do. Being specific in identifying the feeling lets you take the right actions to deal with that emotion. As Jeff Bezos says, stress primarily comes from not taking action over something that you can have some control over. I find that as soon as I can identify it, and make the first phone call or send off the first email, it dramatically reduces the stress I feel. And speaking of control, do I actually control this? Caring about something is different from having an ability to affect it, much less control it. Say you want a YouTube video to be viewed by as many people as possible. The more people who like, comment, and subscribe, the bigger the audience. So you ask, and maybe even spend considerable time trying to game the algorithm. 
But no matter how hard you try, that's an outcome you can't control. All you can control is the quality of the video you post and whether you make it as informative, useful, entertaining, etc. as possible. Wasting time on things you can't control means you can spend less time on things you can control. What your employees do, not what they might think. How you see yourself, not how other people might see you. Whether what you do makes you and the people you care about feel happy and fulfilled. Because that's the one thing you can control, especially when you stop focusing on things you can't. Who do I spend the most time with? Some of your employees drive you nuts. Some of your customers are obnoxious. Some of your friends are selfish, all-about-me jerks. Here's the thing. You chose them. If the people around you make you unhappy, it's not their fault, it's yours. They're in your professional or personal life because you allow them to remain. Think about the type of people you want to work with. Think about the types of customers you would enjoy serving. Think about the friends you want to have. Then change what you do so you can start attracting those people. Exceptional employees want to work with great bosses. People who pursue big goals like to associate with other people pursuing big goals. Kind people like to associate with people who are kind. The same is true in a more practical sense. What you do, what you read, what you eat, the 122, or whatever the real number is, decisions you make every day add up. Who and what you spend the most time on makes you who you are. Or, if you're more intentional, the person you will become. Am I making this happen? I would like to play guitar better. I've thought that my whole life, but I haven't really done anything about it. Something you say you want to do, but don't actually put any effort into, is not something you really want to do. Instead, it's a wish, or a hope, or a dream. None of which are verbs. Think about a goal you've long considered. Decide whether you're willing to start, today, to work to achieve it. If you're not, it's clearly not a goal that matters enough to you. And that's okay, because then you can transfer that mental energy to a goal you are willing to actively pursue. And you can eliminate the guilt you feel for never having gotten started on something you thought was important to you. Saying no to one thing allows you to say yes to something else. And the best yes you can say is to a wish, a hope, or dream that you prove to yourself, through your actions, not thoughts or words, that you truly want to achieve. That's it from Inc. Check back weekday mornings at 6 a.m. Eastern for more tips. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.